Hello, everybody. We are here with a quick word from our friends over at Newsly. Newsly is an audio app for iOS and Android. It picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time in history of the internet, the web becomes listenable. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling, start listening. And they have podcasts as well. Explore trending podcasts from over 40 countries, and our podcast, We Are Marvel, is there too. Download and use Newsly for free now from www.newsly.me or use the link in the description of this episode. To get a one-month free subscription, use the promo code MARVEL. That's www.newsly.me. And don't forget, let them know that we sent you there by using the promo code MARVEL. M-A-R-V-E-L. Hello, everybody, and welcome to We Are Marvel, where we explore all of the corners of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and we are also the official podcast of the We Are Marvel Facebook group. Please, for the love of all that is holy, go check them out today. Please and thank you. We're your hosts. My name is Justin. My name is Jeremy. Welcome to the show. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Woot woot. And please, please go check out the For the page. love of God. It or does don't. nothing Either. for us. No, not at all. But, <laughs> but it we, does yeah, something just, for them. So that's, yeah, we, we, yeah. What do you do? We like fans. Uh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, fans are fans. Uh, hi, how's how you doing? <laughs> I'm great. I'm super yeah. duper. That's, yeah, that it does feel like it's duper. been a while. It does. I don't think it has I, been. I think it's I'm been pretty a couple sure. weeks. Maybe. I don't know. I just did Pod and Gore yesterday. Yeah, how'd that go? By the way, you Good. can listen to that wherever you listen to this. That is true. If you're a, a <laughs> horror fan, uh, we'll be, what what was the thing we just talked Oh, we talked about uh, the Black Phone with uh, Ethan Hawke of oh, Moon Knight okay. fame, so it's connected. There you go. <laughs> it's great. Like Is if it you really haven't, good? yeah, it's super creepy. It's not bloody gross. Okay. Uh, Ethan Hawke is amazing. It's based yeah. off a short, a very short, like twenty-page story by Joe Hill, which okay. is Stephen King's son. Oh, um, okay. perfect. It's very Stephen King. Okay. Is what I will say, but yeah, it, it's of, really good. Hey, Dad, what do you think about this? Well, I would change. The, who knows? <laughs> who knows how much old pops was in there. It's, yeah, well, <laughs> if you want to hear my thoughts on it, go over to Pod and Gore and listen up, because uh, it, it was fun stuff. Uh, this week, however, on this particular show, yeah, that we're what doing we got? right now that you're listening to, if you <laughs> haven't read the title and just blindly clicked and said, just give me something good to eat, and here we are, <laughs> is the journey of the Infinity Stones throughout the MCU. planned to do this before Infinity War is kind of like a rev up, but uh, yeah, yeah, July yeah. was knuck and futz, and I didn't want to add yet another show for us to do. Yeah, it was it was a busy month, but uh, yeah. we got it here. Yeah, so uh, it's it's more like a retrospective. This yeah. is uh, after we've seen Infinity uh, Infinity War, seen the damage they have caused with the snap, mm-hmm. and we're leading into Endgame where we see that uh, calamity resolved. Yeah, and I mean, actually, until we saw Infinity War, how would you have even known where the Soul Stone was? This is true. It would have been a big spoiler. Yeah. Yeah. You would have ruined it. That's true. (laughs) I'm doing this for you. Exactly. There we go. (laughs) That's like, yeah. Uh, Before I get started, I want to say a very special thank you to the MCU Wiki, which is where I copy and pasted all of this information with very few editing on my part. so Perfect. thank you very much. This was a very nice one-stop shop for everything I needed. Yeah, they do actually do have a lot of great information on there. I've definitely yeah, yeah go check them out. I don't shows. know what they 
who runs it or whatever, but it's it's awesome. Nice. Yeah, and they had a whole thing on the... Inf- like, I was thinking I was going to have to go to, like, regular Wikipedia mm-hmm. and some other fan sites and do... Like, I got this all done in, like, a half hour, and it was just so nice. Nice. Well, hey, MCU Wiki, if you're listening, I want to sponsor the Props. show. Yeah, that too. Yeah, even, just, even if it's not money, just, you know, some uh, side, you know, back-and-forth advertising. I can't think of the word I want. Cross-promotion? There you go. Uh, yeah, I'll take it. Cross promotion. <laughs> uh, so I got a couple of MCU quotes from hmm. characters we have grown to love throughout the uh, MCU <laughs> to give us a little tee up of the Infinity Stones. All right. So the, this is from the Collector, uh, Tanelir Tavon from Guardians of the Galaxy One in 2014. Oh, my new friends! Before creation itself. There were six singularities. Then the universe exploded into existence, and the remnants of these systems were forged into concentrated ingots. Infinity Stone. Uh, My next quote comes from our good buddy Wong uh, in (laughs) Avengers Infinity War. At the dawn of the universe, there was nothing. Then, boom! It banks and six elemental crystals hurtling across the virgin universe. These infinity stones each control an essential aspect of existence. Space. Reality. Power. Soul. Mind. And time. So, only beings of immense power can directly wield the stones. However, the effects can be reduced if a group is sharing uh, the power among themselves. It's also possible to place an infinity stone, or multiple, inside a container to allow the user to wield the stone's power without suffering the normal repercussions. Uh, Examples include the space stone inside the Tesseract, which people Mm -hmm. were able to just handle with their bare hands without uh, getting red skulled. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, the Mind Stone being inside the Scepter in Avengers, and then later in Vision's forehead without any residual consequences. Um, the Power Stone inside the Orb in Guardians. Everyone was able to just juggle that around, and Quill almost dropped it. It was fun. <laughs> I think he did once. No, I, mean, I think yeah. he cut it. You're right. Yeah, well, he fun- and it's <laughs> funny. I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but that was like a real fuck-up that he did. I, and they I left did it hear that Yeah, that's yeah. funny. <laughs> And later, the orb was in the cosmic rod, which is what they called uh, Ronan's big hammer at the end of the movie. Oh. That's yeah. the cosmic rod. Uh, and then the time stone inside the Eye of Agamotto, which was just sitting on a table for anybody to grab willy-nilly. Yeah, until Strange put it on and was like, I'm never taking this off again. Yeah, this is mine now. Like, I used <laughs> yeah. it that one time to fight that guy you saw. Yeah, <laughs> and that's, this is just mine now. And he still wears it. Now it does, does the other things yeah. that the Eye of Agamotto is supposed to do from the comics, so <laughs> that's good. And then obviously the Infinity Gauntlet, which Thanos uh, brandishes throughout. And then we'll see the Nano Gauntlet soon. How do you know? <laughs> I can see into the future. And that's amazing. I, I, right? I think so. <laughs> By the it's way, very limited know, power. It's only like Marvel yeah. focused, but still. Mostly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and some toys, but that's you know a different thing. Perfect. Um, if you have any questions, comments, concerns about anything I'm saying, feel free to shut me up briefly so I can uh, address them. Okay, okay. I'll try. I'll try and think of a question that you might not know the answer to. How about that? That sounds perfect because this <laughs> is like everything I know. I know. It's, like, yeah, in the universe, I know thing. literally nothing other than what I've written down <laughs> here. So I don't even have my name right right now. <laughs> Had to get that out of the brain so you can fit some more Infinity Stone knowledge. Yeah, I do it for you guys. <laughs> you know, I I suffer for my art. It's... <laughs> and we suffer listening. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, nice. So here's an overview of all of the stones and a briefish description of what they do. Uh, the Space Stone, which is the Tesseract, 
that stone that was in the Tesseract. It is traditionally blue, mm -hmm. uh, which is capable of controlling space itself, providing the user instant access to any location throughout the universe if used correctly. Or you get banished to Vormir if you're a big dickhead <laughs> Nazi. Yeah. Uh, the unique element that composes the Tesseract has also been used to create advanced weaponry, which is something I wish they had talked about more. It's all very vague, but essentially the, the technology of the Tesseract is what allowed arc reactor technology to be created, and thus right. the creation of Iron Man. Right. Yeah, you're right. They don't really And the weapons in uh, First Avenger. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Well, because it's funny, when they do the wind-up of the guns in Captain America First Avenger, they sound like an arc reactor. They have mm -hmm. that wind-up boom. And, yeah. you know, to those of us that don't have a life, we immediately <laughs> heard that and went, oh, shit. You know, and, of course, Howard was there. But, yeah, it was never, aside from those little notes in Iron Man 2, was never really talked about. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, the Mind Stone, which <laughs> was in the Scepter, and then later Vision's Head, which is yellow. Um, a little fancy color swapping, considering the container of it was blue. And then they yeah. went, shit, we have two blue ones. <laughs> and one of them's supposed to be yellow. So, And all the colors that they use in mm -hmm. for the stones are the actual colors of the Infinity Stones in the comics. But the colors are different assigned in the books. I don't know what the book ones are off the top of my head. Okay, the okay. colors so, of each stone in the comics has a different designation than the ones in the movies. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, I was I, I was going to ask, uh, and you, again, you probably don't know the answer, but... Hey, like, you was promised. It, I did. <laughs> I mean, it, it, was, it was blue in the scepter just because, I mean, that's what they were going with. And they kind of retroactively were like, hey, let's make that an actual Infinity Stone. I think so. I mean, yeah. it, it didn't seem like they really... Cause bef I, and I'm kind of doing these. I don't know if I actually did it on purpose or not, but I think I did. I took these notes a while ago um, in order of appearance. So up to this point, yeah. this is the only... These are the only two stones we've seen. The Space Stone, uh, which was at the end of Thor and then in Captain America and then, of course, Avengers. Mm -hmm. you know, the Tesseract was like the big MacGuffin of Phase 1. And then right. the Mind Stone in the Scepter was introduced in Avengers. And then we got our intro of Thanos at the end of Avengers for the first time. Right. I don't know. I, it's hard to say. I it feel like it was towards Avengers where they went, oh, Thanos. And if right. you know Thanos from the comics, his only real claim to fame is his hunt for the Infinity Stones. Right. And then it was like, oh, okay, now we have a path to go on for the next, you know, six to eight years. Right. Nice. So it, it's hard sense. to say. I think it was one yeah. of those things where they were like, oh, shit, this one's blue, and that one's also blue. We can't have them both be blue just because, if nothing else, it'll confuse viewers yeah. as to which one's being used when. But, yeah. It works. I would say that's why. Yeah. Uh, boop, boop. Did I say what the Mind Stone does? Um, No. I don't, I don't think so. so. the Mind Stone, which is in the Scepter, and it's yellow, uh, it grants to the user powerful mental abilities, much like I have myself, like <laughs> the power of uh, to subjugate the minds of others, which is what we see Loki do in Avengers to mm -hmm. Hawkeye and uh, Eric Selvig. Selvig. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bending them to the will of the user, as well as project the user's consciousness to a higher plane of existence. I, I believe that's kind of close to what Loki did in Avengers when he talked to the other. Oh, okay. And was getting his ass chewed there for a minute. Okay. Uh, the stone also was also said to greatly increase the intelligence of those capable of wielding it, as shown in the cases of Loki and Wolfgang von Strucker. So essentially having uh, access to the scepter and the stone, the mind stone, that's what helped him create and crack artificial intelligence, which then, okay. of course, led to Ultron. Spoilers. Okay. But we already covered it, so you should have watched it when we covered it. <laughs> That's, you got a point, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, the Reality Stone, which was uh, titled The Ether, is red. Uh, the Ether appears as a dark red, viscous, I said that right, 
uh, liquid. Uh-huh. It acts as a symbiotic force capable of being absorbed into the body of a living host, giving the user the ability to warp reality at will, granting that person immense strength and durability, powers, and subjective influence over the universe. Okay. So that sounds pretty fun. Yeah, I, it, we didn't get to see that in action too much in um, Jane, but no, I guess the strength and, and durability, kind yeah, of. Even though it was kind of killing her. Yeah. I think, I mean, essentially what Malekith was trying to do was alter the universe so that the dark, you know, it would go into a universe of darkness again and the dark mm-hmm. elves could rule supreme. I think we got more of a a more obvious way that it's used in Infinity War. Like, one of mm-hmm. the best scenes is at uh, Nowhere with the Collector and he, yeah. you know, turns Mantis into Ribbon and Drax into cubes and makes everyone think that everything is still, you know, not on fire when it is. Yeah. So that's impressive. Yeah. That's that's yeah. what I'd like to do. Just make people <laughs> think things aren't on fire when they are. <laughs> that's, what all, that's what we all want. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the Power Stone, which is in the orb in Guardians of the Galaxy and is purple. The Power Stone is an incredible power source. It increases the user's physical abilities and it allows it to manipulate energy which, when used at full potential, has enough power to obliterate an entire planet when unleashed. Yeah. Which is essentially what Ronan was trying to do. And we also see, I don't know if I have it in here, but one of the uh, Celestials in that sort of flashback PowerPoint presentation the Collector does shows (laughs) one of the uh, Celestials using it in a big inanimate carbon rod to destroy an entire civilization. Yeah. Yeah, just like kind of mowing eats down the wheat entire... in a field. Yeah, I... there you go. <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, it just essentially just goes across the entire world and mm-hmm. like mowing down wheat in a field. Yes, perfect mm-hmm. example. Yes, <laughs> I took that from the collector. So, oh, I, I'm aware. <laughs> Wait, that's for the <laughs> listeners, I'm sure. That's right, and you because you're kind of dumb. Uh, the <laughs> time stone, which is in the eye of Agamotto and is green, when wielded by someone having the necessary knowledge and skills, it appeared to be able to control the flow of time, be it on a small ma- small, small or massive scale, notably to turn back something to a previous state, to accelerate its time in order to apply changes that have not happened yet, or to lock it in a time loop, resetting its state uh, until the wielder stops its effect. Dr. Strange was also able to view uh, 14,605 various futures in the battle with Thanos. So it's pretty cool. I think it might be one of my favorite stones because it was oh. just just visually, it's the most interesting. Like the way they used it in Doctor Strange was so freaking cool. The impact of it when Vision is killed and brought back to life for the first of what will be many times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, poor guy. <laughs> and it's Doctor Strange. I mean, I just got a Doctor Strange Pez dispenser, and I'm very excited oh, about that. That's a very exciting thing to happen to a little boy like you. I think so. <laughs> no, you're right though. They did use that one more visually than all the others. Yeah. Um, again, the, the tesseract we didn't really know what we were seeing at the time. Mm-hmm. Same with the scepter until it was opened up, and then we realized, oh, okay, that's how they were doing all that. Um, Ether, kind of same thing. I guess the power stone we kind of saw in action in the, as you said, PowerPoint presentation. But yeah. really, and, the time. Yeah, and what Ronan was stuff. trying to do. I mean, yeah. and it's it's power. Like, it's just, it's power. What do you want it yeah. to do? Like, it's just strong. And you do shoot with it. Just yeah. get off my butt. But I think at this point, you know, they were... By the end of Phase 2, and we got Guardians, and by the in- beginning of Phase 3, when we had Doctor Strange and Infinity War was, you know, a hop, skip, and a jump away. Yeah. It was like, okay, now we know what we're going to do. And now we need to figure out what these things do so that it can make sense and it can all lead to one thing. Uh, Last and certainly not least is the Soul Stone, which is orange. According to Wong's ancient text, the Soul Stone could prove to be the greatest threat out of all the Infinity Stones. In order to wield the the Soul Stone, the stone demanded that those who seek to wield it must first sacrifice someone they loved, so as to ensure that whoever seeks the Soul Stone does not, or does indeed understand its power. Mm-hmm. Tense. 
Uh, The soul stone can manipulate the spiritual essence of living or deceased beings. The soul stone even has a pocket dimension within it called Soul World, uh, which is that area that Gamora was in when Thanos first got it, and it was, and towards the end when she went, what did it cost? And she had, yeah. that's that's Soul World. Everything. Um, soul World consists entirely of shallow water underneath a dim orange sky, where the souls of the dead can be communicated with. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. One yeah, way in the souls of the dead. Because again, I mean, now we've got multiple true. worlds. They're or, just. Or, they're everywhere. Or, it just depends yeah, really. on uh, which culture you're following at the, that particular time. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, in the comics, it's used by Adam Warlock, who's set to show up in Guardians Volume 3, and it's in his yeah. forehead uh, vision style, and he like traps people in there, and he's like the guardian of the Soul Stone. But I doubt, nice. now that the Soul Stone is gone, I don't see that happening, obviously. Yeah, and after seeing it in Vision, it'd be like, oh, we already saw this. and Yeah. yeah. And that's something that, technically speaking, the stone in Vision's head is not from the books. Hmm. He nice. has a stone in his head in the books, but it's not an infinity stone. It's just some kind of crystal that he can use to shoot lasers at people. Okay. So. Laser stone, not infinity. Yeah, obvi- that, that yeah, is obvi- the... Yeah. Uh, the, the technical <laughs> term for it is laser stone, obviously. Right, right, right. It has so a name, I, but I don't remember what it is. Okay. So I did find um, what the comics ones are versus the movie ones. Do you want me to list those off? Well, let's do it. All right. And so we as can you go s- through here to yeah go through and say what they are in the movies compared to what they are in the uh, books there. Yeah. So uh, the first one, as you said, the blue, um, which was space stone. So, I guess, what order? Do you want me to tell you what the Space Stone color one is or what the blue one is? I don't care. You you got the list. I don't know how easy it is to scroll through, so whatever makes your job a little easier. They're just pictures, so. Okay. It's very easy. We'll go with colors. And we'll go in order of what we did. So, blue, yellow, red. Okay. So, blue in the comics was the time gem. And that was another thing, right? There were gems in the comics, stones in the movies. Yeah. Yeah. So, time. Yeah. Um, the next one, which was the Mind Stone, which is yellow. The yellow one in the comics was the Power Gem. Hmm. The next one, which was the Reality Stone, which was red. The red one in the comics is the Mind Gem. Hmm. And then we got the Power Stone, which was purple. And the purple one in the comics is the Soul Gem. And the Time Stone, which was green. The green one in the comics is the Space Gem. And finally, the Soul Stone, which was orange. The orange one in the comics was the Reality Gem. Nice. So, so not a go. single one is anywhere close to what it actually was in the books. No. Yeah. I, I, thought, that, <laughs> I thought maybe one on accident, but no, they yeah. just went straight for not even close. Not a one. <laughs> I'm surprised, honestly. I mean, if you think about the multiverse of madness, like maybe in i mean in the comic book universe where that is what the reality is that all these stories are right. just comic books that's what the stones are yeah, who's to say that all of the stones in the loki drawer did the same things that the the stones did that's in fair. his yeah. universe we never really know we don't so we just assumed yeah huh nice yeah good call Thank all right you. what else you got for us Well, Jeremy, we have the history of the stones in more or less timeline order. This took some doing, and I hope I did it right. Um, Yeah, so bear with me. Uh, In the distant past, the Power Stone was used by the Celestials as a means of placing judgment upon worlds and their populaces, wiping out entire civilizations by touching its power on the planet's surface. However, the stone was just as dangerous to its handler as it was to the societies against which it was used, as its uh, insufficiently powerful handlers were destroyed by its power. Uh, Which is what we saw in that group of shrouded folk who, like, shared the power amongst themselves, and they just, like, exploded. Yeah. Yeah. And then the Guardians saw that and all... Went, well, let's try it ourselves. It worked well yeah. for them. I bet we could do it. A bunch of <laughs> ragtag idiots. We could, we could do it. <laughs> what could go wrong? Uh, Malekith, the leader of the Dark Elves, sought to use the Aether to revert the universe to its prior state of eternal darkness, uh, re-cementing his kind as the most dominant race in the universe. They were opposed by the Asgardians and the command of 
under the command of their king Bor, the <laughs> grandfather of Thor, for sure, <laughs> who fought a protected war, <laughs> eventually oh protracted war, guy. not protect. Uh, eventually forced the Dark Elves to retreat to their home world. And once more, Svartalheim, where the final battle was fought. In one last desperate move, Malekith dropped the Dark Elf air fleet onto the battlefield, wiping out scores of Asgardians and Dark Elves, which was a real dick move. Uh, <laughs> knowing it was too powerful to be destroyed, Bor ordered it buried deep enough that it could never be found again until like 5,000 years later. Uh, <laughs> the order was carried out, and the Aether remained untouched for 5,000 years, where Jane got stuck. Yeah, because some kids we'll get were there. throwing keys. Sons of bitches. Like that. <laughs> tipping over trucks with the <laughs> flick of the wrist. Uh, during World War II, Johann Schmidt, Red Skull, became fascinated by tales of ancient mythical powers and decided to locate the Tesseract to discover its true power. In 1942, Schmidt invaded Tonsberg and found the Tesseract in a box hidden behind a, sculpture, a sculptured mural of Yggdrasil, the world tree. Uh, Schmidt took the Tesseract back to Hydra headquarters to be experimented on by Arnim Zola. Schmidt and Zola were able to harness the Tesseract's power to create and fuel their weapons of war somehow. Mm -hmm. uh, in March 1945, Schmidt intended to use the Tesseract-powered uh, Valkyrie and its flying energy bombs to attack the U.S. However, Schmidt was confronted by Captain America. What? What? And the Howling Commandos, who aimed to stop him. During the battle, Rogers damaged the machine that was uh, used in the Tesseract to power the Valkyrie. Uh, angered, Schmidt physically handled the Tesseract, burning his hand. As punishment for abusing the power of an Infinity Stone for selfish gain, the Tesseract opened a portal leading to the far-off planet of Vormir and banished Schmidt to remain there. So there. I wonder what they thought of what Thanos did with them. Yeah, really. Well, well he, it is kind I guess of in his mind. It's yeah. not selfish. Yeah, I guess, but like it's it's sort of suggested that the stones have a consciousness. They yeah. have some sort of awareness of what's going on around them. They were, you know, Vision was trying to communicate with the one in his head, and then it was mm -hmm. kind of warning him in Infinity War that danger was coming, or that right. the others were being gathered possibly for nefarious purposes. Um, but there's not really anything. They don't really go into it. Of like how and why, right? But and now, now that you you mentioned that none of these are really like good, like use no. this for good. <laughs> no, I mean <laughs> it's just begging to be used to like screw people in the worst possible yeah. way. Yeah, there was a. No, it wasn't an Infinity Stone though. It was a Cosmic Cube. So never mind. There was a thing from a cartoon that I remembered, but it's technically not relevant, because in that cartoon the uh, Tesseract was not an Infinity Stone. So, moving on. Okay. <laughs> uh, with Schmidt believed dead, the Tesseract fell while burning through the floors of the Valkyrie, quite hot, causing it to plunge into the sea below. Sometime later, it was recovered by Howard Stark. Stark had the Tesseract locked away with the SSR, where it was kept and studied for the next 70 years. Hmm. What happens next? We're going to find out. Because in the 1990s, which we actually haven't gotten to this part yet, so spoilers. <laughs> it's true. Because it's, it's a movie in the future, but it's set in the past just the way we like it. I love Captain Marvel, and it's my movie, and I'm going to tell you why it's great, and you're going to listen and shut up. Uh, in the <laughs> Nothing wrong with the movie. I actually I like it. <laughs> I do too. But I do know it's, it's for some reason... Yeah, people they just shit on movie. it, and it's yeah. just, it's great. I, like, If nothing else, it's it. fine. Like, it's not bad in any way. Yeah, but I've we'll never actually in a couple looked months. at, yeah. I've never actually looked I at have, why people think it's bad, but. I have my theories, but. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's the, the shittiness it's like, of but man. If that's, yeah, it's like, <laughs> if that's really it, like, you have nothing. Yeah. Like. And they usually don't. That's true. It's like Miss Marvel getting freaking carpet bombed review wise yeah. and she hulk the same way before yeah. it even came out and it's like it's, you're just admitting to the world that you're just a shitty person who doesn't mm -hmm. want women to have any kind of power or identity like, yeah. good job those yeah, those, yeah you are shitty people <laughs> yeah if you're listening you you're can shitty. stop i'm okay Quit with being that. shitty yes 
don't tell your friends because I don't like your friends either. Yes. <laughs> Anywho, back to positivity. In the 1990s, during the Kree Scroll War, the Kree scientist Marvell intended to help a group of Scroll refugees led by, Talo- led by Talos to find a new home away from the Kree oppression. Uh, Marvell impersonated a human named Dr. Wendy Lawson and worked for the U.S. Air Force and Project Pegasus in order to harness the power of the Tesseract to develop a light-speed engine. I hope she Mm -hmm. succeeds. Mm -hmm. Uh, The pilots, Carol Danvers and Maria Rambo, were unknowingly testing the engine in test flights. At the time, the Tesseract was stored on Marvell's laboratory located in Earth's orbit. Uh, Carol Danvers and Nick Fury... Flew mm-hmm. to Marvel's laboratory to retrieve the Tesseract. When they found it and the scrolls, the Kree Star Force arrived and tried to take the Tesseract. We essentially don't need to cover Captain Marvel. This yeah. Time. <laughs> I'm saying right now. We but that's going to be the case this. for like a lot of these. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> we'll do the production notes and then we'll just release this snippet of this episode. And it's like, that's, there's the movie. She also Including got her powers and it was this really line. Cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Of course. Uh, Fury fled to Earth with the scrolls and the Tesseract, which had been swallowed by the Flurkin Goose, uh, who was great. <laughs> Following yeah. Danvers's victory over the Kree, she left Earth with the scrolls, letting Fury and Shield keep the Tesseract. <laughs> Big mistake. Yeah. Well, she out. really should have kept it. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, now we jump ahead to 2012, after his defeat at the hands of Thor, Loki came into contact with the alien race known as the Chitari and their master Thanos, who had already <laughs> been seeking the Tesseract. Loki promised to retrieve it from Earth and give it to Thanos in exchange for his army. Uh, through manipulation of the Tesseract's energy, Thanos teleported Loki to the Tesseract's location at the Joint Dark Energy Mission Facility. And there's really no understanding as to how they did that other than clint barton saying doors open from both sides that doesn't make sense (laughs) but it's fine (laughs) it was a cool scene and i liked it so whatever some doors can open from both sides yeah i guess the handle but that doesn't they don't revolve both ways you have to have like the the handle of the door is the tesseract (laughs) if you don't have that you can't just like and the only thing I would say is that maybe um, he used the other stones, or because he had the Mind Stone, which he lent mm-hmm. to Loki, which was a stupid idea, but whatever. <laughs> maybe that helped him tap into the, the uh, Space Stone. And it was also suggested at the end of Thor, when Selvig is talking to Fury, that mm-hmm. Loki was like controlling him. You remember right, that post-credit scene? Reflection. Yeah, and he says, yeah, yeah. that's worth a look, and then it, Selvig says it. Yeah. And they never, like a lot of these, they never actually explain it, but I always assumed that it was Loki manipulating Selvig through the Mind Stone to essentially open the door for him. I like it. But they never say it, so who the hell knows? Well, it's it's fact now. We've said it, so... That's true. I st- we're doing a fact-based podcast, and therefore it is fact. It so is fact. Suck it. Uh, <laughs> do, 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 do. Uh, Thanos also provided a look with Scepter containing the Mind Stone, which I already said. No, it's mm-hmm, keep mm-hmm, up. Mm-hmm. After the Battle of New York, Loki was taken back to Asgard with Thor to await punishment by their father, Odin. The Tesseract was handed over to Thor to be kept away from the World Security Council. And Thor and Loki used the cube to teleport themselves back to Asgard before Thor handed it over to Heimdall, who used its power to rebuild the Bifrost Bridge somehow. Uh, the scepter slash Mindstone was left in shield slash Hydra custody. Also a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that all worked out in the end. But. <laughs> it did, but it's like these vague, like, we use this to rebuild the Bifrost. How? Because well, we did. You know, Shut up. Uh, it's mind <laughs> it's space. and uh, mind and space and uh, yeah. We use space to and, uh, manipulate the space. So just, just okay. And traveling through space. Yeah. So you it's know how all, doors work. Yeah, both sides. <laughs> they got handles. You use them. Use them handles. 
What do you need? Okay. Yeah. There it is. It's right there. It's right there. Thank it's right in front God. of God. Uh, in 2013, as the convergence began across the nine realms, Jane Foster accidentally discovered and became infected ugh, with yeah. the ether, alerting the Dark Elves to its presence. Maleketh waged war against Asgard, who were protecting Foster to regain the ether. Eventually, Foster came to Svartalheim, where Maleketh reclaimed the ether and absorbed it like a big old dickhead. <laughs> Uh, Malika took the ether to Earth, where he attempted to use its power to convert the entire universe into eternal darkness. Malika used the ether to battle Thor across worlds during the Convergence until eventually Thor and Eric Selvig were able to destroy Malika before he could complete his plans. That was a weird sentence. I kind of yeah. fucked, I think I screwed up my uh, <laughs> note taking. I should have gotten rid of the intelvent eventually. But we're going to move on. Uh, the ether was soon regained by Asgard, who decided that it was too dangerous to keep two infinity stones so close together. Good call. So yeah. they kept the Tesseract where it was at, where it was and decided to relocate the ether. Eventually, Sif and Volstagg decided to hand the ether over to Tanelir Tavon, the Collector. Bad idea. Who vowed to keep it safe within the Collector's Museum. However, once the Asgardians left, Tavon revealed his intent to locate the other five stones for his collection. Which never amounted to anything. Other than to give us a glimpse at what Guardians was going to look like. Which was pretty cool. Yeah, I wish... I was kind of hoping for Infinity War there'd be like a struggle of... The collector trying to get the stones while uh, Thanos is trying to get them, and then obviously Thanos wins. But yeah, what do you do? I mean, it would have been good, but it, the, I guess the way they did it, it did show like Thanos is just this unstoppable force. Yeah, and it would have been. I mean, it's a long ass movie already, and would have been yeah. even more convoluted had they done that. So it's like I get it, but yeah, if only. Uh, the scepter remained on Earth, where it fell into the hands of Hydra's leader, Wolfgang von Strucker. In Hydra's hands, Strucker and List, which is a sci- Hydra scientist, began experimenting with giving normal humans gifts via the scepter's power, and in the process, killing everyone except for Pietro and Wanda Maximoff, who were granted incredible powers to be used for Hydra's benefit in their war with S.H.I.E.L.D. And that's Sucks kind to of be those guys. Retconned too, isn't it? Isn't it like, well, kind did of. that give you the powers, or did you just start believing? Or well, now that we or? have mutants, yeah, like I would almost because it. WandaVision, as great as that show is, and as great as that episode is, it's my favorite of the season, for sure. It doesn't make a lot of sense as to how that worked for Pietro. Right. The retcon on the retcon that I think is what's going to happen is that they were both mutants and the stone unlocked their mutant potential. Okay, okay. Is my guess. But yeah, we shall sure. see if and when we ever get some X-Men uh, in this universe. Okay. And technically we already have, but you know what I mean. I uh, the orb was hidden away <laughs> inside Morag's deep temple vault where it was eventually located by Yondu Udanta's ravagers. Before Udanta could claim it, however, Star-Lord found it and took it for himself. Excuse me, only to be almost immediately confronted by Korath, the Pursuer, who had been ordered to find it by Ronan, the Accuser. So, there. Hmm. A lot of people with the thes. Uh, Ronan later yeah, acquired yeah. the orb after the Guardians attempted to sell it to the Collector. Uh, and he attempted to... Oh, let's see. That's a weird sentence, too. <laughs> Guardian's attempt to sell it to the collector blew up. I think it was a pun. Get it? Their attempts blew up. Mm. Live her alone. Get it? He attempted to destroy <laughs> Xandar with the Power Stone's incredible power. He was confronted by the Guardians of the Galaxy, who were supported by the Ravagers and Nova Corps. And during the Battle of Xandar, Ronan's ship, the Dark Aster, was destroyed. And he himself was killed when Star Lord took the Power Stone's power. And pushed it right in his stupid face. <laughs> uh, Gamora sealed the stone back into the orb, and Starlet handed it over to the Nova Corps to be locked away for safety, but that didn't work either. But I thought he gave it to Yondu. No, he gave him a troll doll. <laughs> um, Which fit in there, weirdly, but 
it, yeah, I mean, it, was good. it, it would, out. I think. <laughs> I don't know. It, maybe yeah. it like collapses in on whatever inside. I don't know. I guess. Uh, having been held by Wolfgang von Stricter, the scepter was eventually found by the Avengers and taken into the custody of Tony Stark. Bad idea. Who decided to <laughs> use it in his experiments to bring life to Ultron. Who he planned to use to bring about a peaceful world with the help of Bruce Banner. However, the Mind Stone gave Ultron too much wisdom, too smart for his own good, and gave him an antagonistic viewpoint of humanity, driving him to the point that he sought to destroy it completely. That's why I try and avoid the internet. Except to look at toys. Uh, Ultron stole the... And do the podcast. But we're not really on the internet right now. Like, we just put it there. I'm not. Well, we are, though. Yeah, I guess Zoom is internet. So, anyway. Uh-oh, this podcast might end now that Justin <laughs> figured out this is actually the internet. No. Oh, no. The this universe whole time? must be destroyed. Uh, Ultron stole the scepter and used it. So there, while combining the, the knowledge and resources of Helen Show and the vibranium he had taken from Ulysses' claw to create a new and powerful body known as the Vision. After the Avengers defeated Ultron, Vision was entrusted to guard the Mind Stone. Did, uh, did we get a reasoning why they call him the Vision? Is it just because Tony had a Vision? Um, Is that what well, we're going with? That kind of, but... Ultron calls him his vision. Ah, it's yeah. his vision of a better world. Right, right. Which, I mean, yeah, it is better than the world you had in mind, Ultron. This is true. That's for but sure. yeah, you, at the end, when uh, they're in that weird cathedral thing, and mm-hmm. Vision first flies up to him, he's like, my vision. And then he goes off right, into right. his spiel. Yeah. Yeah. So there. Uh, having been stored within Kamartage for safeguarding, the Eye of Agamotto was eventually discovered by Doctor Strange when he was walking down a hallway. Uh, Strange <laughs> later used the stone to stop Caecilius and Dormammu. Uh, and there you go. I thought there was another section of that, <laughs> but there's not. That's really all there is to that one. That really all. That, that, that is pretty much all it did until Infinity War. Uh, what do you Hela need to know, was, people? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, when Hela was in Odin's vault, she passed by the Tesseract and noted that it wasn't bad, uh, mm-hmm. making it the only relic she was actually even remotely impressed by. She also pushed over a fake Infinity Gauntlet Odin had in the vault, which was a Easter egg in the first Thor that they had to retcon to explain why there would be two. The right. idea being that Odin made a fake one, making people think that he had all the stones... Because they were fake stones in the gauntlet. It wasn't an empty one. Right. I, I would assume, again, mentioned but never actually explained, like it was a deterrent. Like, well, we don't need to look for all the stones. They're right there. Odin has them right there. He wouldn't lie. He's not a yeah. big fucking monster, murderous liar. <laughs> Obviously. So Obviously. let's just not even look. <laughs> fucking dick. Uh... She also uh, did that already. Um, Later, as Loki was about to summon up Surtur to cause Ragnarok, he passed by the Tesseract as well and took it so he could warp himself to the statesmanship with Thor and the rest of the Asgardians before Asgard was obliterated. Which turns out to also have been a bad move. Yeah, he should have just left the fucking stone there yeah, just, and it'd be destroyed or lost in space like the movie Lost in Space. Um, just like that. Exactly like that. Even with Joey Tribbiani there to help. Oh, man. Joey and William Tribbiani. Hurt. William Hurt's on that too. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's a stupid movie. <laughs> it's cla- I like I love it, but it's so terrible. It's it's very of its time. Yeah. It really is. Um, Yeah, last thing before we wrap this shit up. The Mad Titan Thanos brandished a gauntlet created to harness the power of the Infinity Stones, having decided to personally hunt for the stones after having lost many of his resources in his failed alliances. Which is that cutscene, or that tag scene at the end of uh, Infinity War, or Age of Ultron, where he says, fine, 
I'll do it myself. Mm-hmm. And then well, from there, we voice. can assume. <laughs> yeah. We can assume that the Infinity War began from there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess, do you want to say where the final ti- Soul Stone is now that we've seen where it is in the last movie? Or? Oh, did I not say that? I guess I didn't no. say that. No, not exactly where they got it. No. It was on Vormir. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I think you've touched on it when you're describing the stones, but... Essentially, yeah. um, Thanos entrusted Gamora with finding the location of it. She mm-hmm. found a map which led to it, though there's never any reference as to where that map came from. But That's she fair. burned it to ash, as she said, so there is no mm-hmm. more map. And the location is in her brain skull, which is essentially <laughs> the name of a planet, which is Vormir. It's I've seen on like Pinterest and stuff the idea that Vormir has been shown in multiple movies, particularly the Thor ones, as they pass through like space and shit. Oh. Um yeah, because of the way the planet looks and is aligned with its moon and systems and stuff, it looks mm-hmm. very similar to what has been shown. I oh. doubt it was on purpose, right. but it could be something that they went, oh, that looks like something we could use, um, but right, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> hey, we already made this design. Can we just use that? Yeah, sure, sure. Because yeah. sure. <laughs> it's in multiple things. Like it, I, It's in the first Thor, I believe, and I think the second Thor. Okay. So... Yeah, I don't have that pin to bring yeah. up and show you, but I remember seeing it at one point, and I think I did show you, and it was like, oh, hey, that's fucking cool if it's true. Hmm. It's like Steve Rogers being at Peggy's funeral as an old man. It's like, it's right. a cool yeah. idea. Yeah. I, I'm going to say that's true. Yeah. But it, it, I think it sounds cooler. It makes no yeah. difference whether it's true or not, so for me, it's true. Yeah, hmm. and therefore, it's great. Yes. And that's it. Uh, the Infinity War began, and we saw how that turned out, which was not great for most people. <laughs> well, um, for half. <laughs> yeah. To for half, it was exact. really bad. The other half, it was just bad. Yeah. Well, I guess the the half that stayed, it seems like it would be worse. Because, like, the ones that disappeared, they don't even realize that they were gone. That's true, They just yeah, come back, and it's like, the fuck? Yeah. It's, yeah, you're right. So, until they come back, then it's bad for them. Yeah. For most, I would say. Yeah. Because then it's like, you're finding out you were gone for five years. Yeah. Is your is it even your house anymore? Are you even married anymore? Mm-hmm. Is this that? There's just so much yeah. to it. Yeah. yeah, the ramifications, which they, they touch on in Endgame and mm-hmm. uh, Far From Home and stuff, of you know people being relocated because their houses and apartments were being you know occupied by other people. Right. We don't know how payments and things went back then, but uh, you know it was bad times. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. we and That's we'll get to that obviously as we uh, close out phase three. Yeah, well, awesome. Thanks for putting this all together for us, Justin. Hey, uh, no problem, Jeremy. I appreciate hey, it. For you. We appreciate it. It's good. good. I had no idea any of this really. I, well, I hope uh, some of this was informative. <laughs> I know a lot of it was essentially just a recap of the stuff that we had talked about over the last uh, several months. Yeah, or but still, past it was, year it was and a nice. half. You know, if there's someone out there that is looking to get into this or something, or they want to know, hey, where'd all the stones come from? What's going on? This would be a great little resource for them. So, This is true. Like yeah, it. and I mean, if you do want to track the journey yourselves, um, you don't have to watch the entire MCU. You just have right. to watch very specific ones. Mm-hmm. In Phase 1, it's essentially the first Captain America movie and the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Phase 2, it would be Thor the Dark World... Guardians of the Galaxy, and Age of Ultron. Yeah. Uh, and then in Phase 3, it would be... I'm going to try and do this from memory because there's a lot of them, but I think it's really just Doctor Strange. Kind of Ragnarok. Kind of. Kind of, yeah. It helps you figure out how it got out of uh, Asgard. Asgard. Yeah. Asperg, ass place. <laughs> <laughs> and then Infinity War. And, and then Infinity War, yeah. Hmm. So it's not a long list. It's yeah. definitely doable. Um, and all those movies have those uh, callbacks from Bor and his war with, and uh, the Guardians with the flashbacks to the Celestials and all that nonsense. Yeah. So it's a fun watch. I have done it, and it's it's pretty cool. Oh, so nice. It's definitely worth a do if you want to 
get hyped up for Infinity War without having to watch the entire MCU. Right, right. It's a much quicker way to do it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> or just listen to this. Which yeah, you've already done if you're those. listening yeah, now. Still listen to this prattle on. Yeah. So, Jeremy, now yes. that we've wrapped up all of that, what what could we possibly do next as we head into September? Um, well, if you're okay with still being on the internet, uh, we can <laughs> we can do our next movie, Justin, Ooh. Ooh. which is Ooh. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Ooh. They added yes. her in. They did. It's a fun little movie. Um, we'll yeah. have a good time rewatching and talking about it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we're getting, we're getting close to the end of phase three, everybody. We are. Which, Woot. which will take us in a... And then we're done with the show slightly yeah (laughs) (laughs) no we've got some plans uh we won't reveal them until we're doing it yeah but uh yeah we're not yeah i think so if not let us know and we can knock it the hell off but uh we we have an idea of where to go next after we've completed phase three which will be sometime in like november ish i think Mm -hmm. uh so that we're not repeating ourselves we just right. covered Phase 4 as it was coming out over the last two years or so. And mm-hmm. we don't want to talk about it again so soon. So we have a cool idea, I hope, that uh, you all like. Yeah, we hope so. Yeah. yeah. But until then, which I believe will be next week with yes. Ant-Man and the Wasp, our humble personage bows before our listeners' grandeur. Oh, and yes. we must it depart. Really <laughs> yes, but if you would like to reach out to us... Let us know if you're enjoying the show, if we can do anything different. Um, please visit our website, wearemarvelpod.com. You can email us, wearemarvelpod at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on social media, wearemarvelpod on all of them. And uh, if you go to that website, you can click on all the links to different things, including our merchandise page, which you can yeah. find a shirt, which actually I'm wearing a We Are Marvel shirt today. Yeah. Uh, so you can get a shirt, a mug, a notebook. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff, stickers, everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's a cool site. We're we're working on getting some more um, shirts, or I guess designs up. We're not specifically mm-hmm. shirts, but new designs. And so keep on the lookout for those. We'll let you know when they come out. And yeah, and uh, if you do buy something, hey, take a picture of it or you wearing it or however you use it, and we'll put you all over everything. Yeah, the social meds, and we'll probably give a shout out on the the show and Absolutely. all sorts of fun stuff. We'll get super excited because the only people who own this stuff is us, and technically yeah. I don't because you still have my shirt. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it used to be nice and folded, but I think it got moved around so much in my car. Yeah, I and think so. Got dirty. It's probably it being used as an oil and... rag right now. <laughs> you don't know what you're talking about. Right. <laughs> Never. <laughs> Yes, go so do that, please. please. They're super cool. And, yeah, uh, yeah. They're actually, it's a lot more durable than I expected. This thing, nice. I've been—I mean, I've had it for over a year, I would think. Yeah, I've and seen yeah, you wear it multiple times in recording, and it still looks as crisp and clean as the first day I went. Hey, you're wearing a We Are Marvel shirt. Hey, it's still crisp and clean. Yeah. yeah. So yes. If you guys want to get a hold of us, there's a lot of ways to do it. And we 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 appreciate you guys listening and continued mm-hmm. listenage listenage support of the show yeah that works too yeah mm-hmm. but like Justin said until next time um with the Ant-Man and the wasp um i've been jeremy and i've been justin bye bye